an interesting space rock or an interstellar probe? I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Dr. Avi Loeb, professor of science at Harvard, chair of Harvard's Department of Astronomy, founding director of Harvard's Black Hole Initiative, and director of the Institute for Theory and Computation. Welcome, Dr. Loeb. Thank you for having me. In the interest of time, I left out many more additional titles that you've earned, but give us a brief summary of your science background. Well, the titles are not so important, actually, because I see science as a continuation of our childhood uh, curiosity. Uh, basically, science is the privilege of asking questions, learning about the world, without pretending to know the answer in advance, uh, and without worrying too much about your image or about taking risks, making mistakes. Life is a learning experience. We're trying to figure out what the world is about. And being a scientist is a great privilege. You don't give up on that quest for knowledge that you have as a kid. Now, the problem is that uh, many of my colleagues, when they became uh, tenured professors, they started worrying about their image, about their reputation. They build these echo chambers where they have students and postdocs that repeat what they say so that the, they boost their ego. And uh, as a result of that, people are afraid to take risks or um, voice uh, opinions that in their mind might be closer to the truth but are not very popular. And uh, generally speaking, you know, I do not subscribe to that club. I don't care about them. Uh, social media. I don't think the truth will be found by popular vote on Twitter. Uh, I think it's by evidence. And uh, therefore, you know, I don't really dance to the tunes of selection committees for prizes or societies. I just do what I think is right. Well, in that theme, in October of 2017, astronomers at the University of Hawaii spotted an unusual object traveling throughout our solar system. Explain what they saw and inferred from their observations. This was the very first uh, object that came out of the solar system from outside and uh, that we discovered uh, near the Earth. And it was called Oumuamua because it was discovered in Hawaii by uh, the PanStars uh, telescope that was looking for killer asteroids. These are rocks that are on a collision course with the Earth. And we know that the dinosaurs died and so we are worried about such uh, events. And so this telescope monitored the sky and saw a very fast moving object that is not bound to the sun. And this was really the very first one. It was a surprise. In fact, a decade ago, I wrote a paper uh, suggesting that based on what we know about the solar system, we shouldn't expect to detect such an object uh, because they should be quite rare. But we discovered it. And then it was quite surprising to figure out that this object is very weird. It's unlike any asteroid or comet that we have seen from the solar system itself. It's much more extreme in its shape, at least 10 times longer than it is wide in projection on the sky, based on the fact that its brightness changed by a factor of 10 as it spun around every eight hours. And moreover, it didn't follow an orbit that is shaped just by the sun's gravity. Uh, it deviated from such an orbit. Sometimes this is caused by outgassing when you have sort of the rocket effect where uh, there is uh, evaporation of ice on the surface of the comet that gives a push to the comet. But uh, in this case, we haven't seen any cometary tail. 
Uh, and moreover, there was no gas surrounding this object, uh, no carbon-based molecules to a very tight limit uh, based on observations by the Spitzer Space Telescope. And so it was very peculiar that this object exhibited an extra push and it was not clear what causes it. And so um, at some point, you know, after this object showed so many peculiarities, it also was highly reflective. Uh, it uh, didn't, we didn't detect any heat coming off it. Uh, and it came also from a very special frame of reference where, which is at rest uh, outside the solar system relative to the local population of stars. And so uh, at some point, uh, you know, the, the, I decided to write a paper with uh, a new postdoc of mine, uh, Shmuel Biali, that basically suggested maybe this object is being pushed by the pressure of sunlight. And in order for that to be effective, um, in order for sunlight to push it, just like wind pushes on a, lay, on a sail of a sailboat, you need the, ob the object to be very thin, uh, less than a millimeter thick. It should be something like a light sail. Uh, and we are contemplating using the technology of light sails right now for space exploration. So uh, in one paragraph in that paper, we suggested maybe it's of artificial origin of an alien civilization. And um, this paper was accepted for publication within a few days, uh, very quickly. But then it received attention uh, from a couple of bloggers that wrote about it. And then it became viral on social media and also in the media. We didn't plan any press release about it. Now, when I was uh, asked about it, I basically conveyed my uh, approach of uh, whenever there is an anomaly, we try to explain it with um, some non-conventional explanation. So, for example, a year ago, there was uh, a report about the hydrogen being extremely cold in the very early universe, much colder than, than we can imagine uh, from the cosmic expansion. And so I suggested maybe it's a result of the fact that the dark matter, which is expected to be colder than ordinary matter, maybe it has some coupling, maybe it has some charge, a, a small charge that couples it to ordinary matter and therefore it cools it. Now that was published in Nature and nobody paid too much attention. I mean, it was covered a little bit, uh, but of course, uh, in the same vein, you know, the, the proposal that this is an artificial object was, was made as something that should be put on the table and be ruled in or ruled out based on evidence. But in this case, uh, for some reason, uh, a lot of people either got upset or got uh, very excited. And uh, to me, uh, you know, it didn't really matter what people say. I mean, I think that evidence is the way to decide. But what bothered me is that um, scientists have a prejudice. They don't want the possibility of uh, uh, extraterrestrial uh, civilizations to be part of the mainstream. They have a problem with that because of the baggage of science fiction and unidentified flying objects uh, reports that are non-scientific. Uh, and as a result of that, they uh, put this possibility uh, uh, outside of any discussion. And they consider that they have basically a taboo on discussing it. I think that's a mistake because I don't think it's a speculation that uh, we might not be alone. I think it's arrogant actually to think that we are special and unique. And in fact, a quarter of all the stars have a planet just like the Earth 
with surface conditions similar to the Earth. And, you know, if you roll the dice many times with similar conditions, you will likely get similar outcomes. This is not a speculation. I don't think that just because there is science fiction, we should remove this subject from a discussion in the mainstream of astronomy. And so I find that a problem. And as a result of that, whenever I communicated with the media over the past six months, I used it as an opportunity, as a platform to advocate for an open mind, you know, because we, we have a lot to learn from the history of science. You know, for example, when the church uh, thought that the earth is at the center of the universe, you know, and the sun moves around the earth. It didn't matter that they put Galileo in house arrest. I mean, it didn't change the fact that the earth moves around the sun. And so we should learn a lesson from that. We shouldn't put a prejudice in favor uh, of evidence. We should look through our telescopes, look for other objects like Oumuamua, and try and figure out whether they are artificial in origin or natural in origin. But the fact that this one is very unusual relative to what we've seen in the solar system implies that even if it's natural, it has a nursery that is quite different from the solar system. So we will learn something new no matter what, but we should keep an open mind. We shouldn't just assume, you know, just like a caveman seeing a cell phone and assuming that it must be a rock because that caveman saw only rocks before. Humans launched two Voyager probes that are now beyond Pluto's orbit. For any civilization within the 80 light years uh, or so, Earth must be a bright beacon in the radio spectrum. What are your thoughts about the possibility of life beyond Earth? And it's crazy to think that aliens might have sent a probe into our direction. I think it's uh, uh, quite likely that biological life, as we see now on Earth, ends up evolving into a technological civilization like our own. And the, the most natural thing to send to space is actually equipment. It's robots equipped with uh, artificial intelligence uh, and uh, 3D printers rather than sending humans or biological creatures to space because these are not suitable for survival over long periods of time in journey between stars, you know. And so I think that it's quite likely that if there are civilizations out there that they sent out messages in bottles and uh, uh, we should look for those uh, just like you know i like a very uh, uh, enjoyable activity for me on when going on vacation is to walk on the beach and and look at seashells that were swept ashore i do it with my daughters and uh, every now and then you see a plastic bottle uh, that is of artificial origin and uh, the same may apply to objects that enter the solar system it offers us an opportunity to uh, probe what is out there without making the trip. Uh, we just need to examine every object that enters the solar system. The first one that we discovered is already strange. So I suggest just keeping an open mind, that's all. And I clearly, you know, it, it makes no sense to assume that we know the answer in advance, especially when dealing with such a weird object like Oumuamua. Dr. Avi Loeb, you had some, certainly some interesting findings and some calculations in your report. I think we should keep an open mind. If somebody wants to connect with you, um, how can they go about doing that? The best way is to find my contact information on my website, uh, which you can do by uh, Googling my name. Uh, I don't have any presence on social media because uh, I prefer to keep an open mind and not, and not subscribe to social pressure or 
popularity contests. Um, but you can find my email address and I'll be glad to correspond with anyone uh, that has interest in my research. Absolutely. Thanks again. That was Dr. Avi Loeb, Professor of Science at Harvard, Chair of Harvard's Department of Astronomy, Founding Director of Harvard's Black Hall Initiative, and Director of the Institute for Theory and Computation, if you want to find him. And if you guys want to find me, you can do so right here or go to tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.